Welcome to the Girls on Tour podcast with Mira Manga. Hello and welcome again to the Girls on Tour podcast, the podcast that interviews inspirational and excellent women all about their adventures in transit. So back a few months ago when I was planning this podcast, Katie was one of the first people who came to mind as somebody I could invite on. Not only is she completely delightful with a big heart, but she's also an air hostess, or as the more politically correct may refer to her, cabin crew. So this is a real win-win. We get an inspirational, lovely human with the quintessential girls on tour career. What a treat for you guys. So if you're getting a plane soon, this is a must listen for some in-flight tips, insider info on what the crew are getting up to, and some great life advice. Without further ado, join me in Katie's beautiful wild back garden and enjoy the chit chat. Hello everybody, I am sitting in Katie's garden and I'm going to say a little bit about how we met, which is you were working in Spec Savers. That's true, yeah. And I was your favourite customer. <laughs> My favourite customer, yeah. And then you came back when you had like, you'd broken your glasses and yeah. I managed to sort that out for you quite quickly. Super quickly, yeah. above and beyond. Amazing customer service, amazing, bright, shining soul. Then we became friends on Facebook. Yes, we did. And you started this journey, basically, where I realised you were training to become an air hostess. Yeah, that's true. So when I started doing this podcast, I instantly thought about you because so many girls out there, little girls especially, probably see the trolley dollies and think, oh my God, it's so glamorous and exciting. So I wanted to talk to you as a real life air hostess. Mm -hmm. And what was the thing that made you decide to switch your job and in particular choose that career for yourself? You know what? It's actually really funny. Everyone that I ever met in training was like, oh my God, it's my dream to be an air hostess. And I was like, I didn't actually even want to do it. Really? Yeah, no, it's <laughs> okay. true. It's, um, we'll, shock, get, we'll, get to, <laughs> we'll get to the good part. My, um, my brother, who also works for the company that I work for, um, he was like, you should do it you should do it and kept going on at me for years and years and years and I think one day I just went ah sod it why not (laughs) just to shut you up (laughs) I'm gonna do it yeah (laughs) I'm gonna do it so I did I then got through to the next round and then the next round and then I was like oh I think I might actually be interested in doing this and I was kind of really excited that I was doing so well and I remember it came to the assessment day and I walked in and there was all these like glamorous ladies and yeah I looked complete opposite and jogginess you know shirt with a belt and my high-waisted trousers oh. from American Apparel my Doc Martens and I'm like god I look nothing like them at all wow and uh to my surprise three days later I get this email and I burst into tears because I actually got it and I never thought I'd get a job like Yay. that in a million years so yeah um it's amazing so training was super super hard but the best part was that I had no expectation about flying. So once yeah. I got up in the air, it just, it took my breath away. I absolutely loved the job. Wow. So, so tell me a little bit. So when you say you went through stages, what are the stages that you have to go through? What do they make you do? Is it right. like loads? So you have your application stage and yeah. then it's like you had to upload your CV and then write two customer service scenarios. Yeah. Um, surprisingly, you was actually one of them. Yay! Yay. Oh my God, that's that amazing. I helped you. I was in one of your scenarios. Yeah, you were in one of my customer service scenarios. <laughs> so you helped me with that. Girl power. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> And um, and then it was a phone interview, and then it was the assessment day. And the assessment day consisted of a role play 
can't stand role play so that was absolutely terrifying a single interview a group interview a memory exam and like a group activity thing and then they had to measure you to see if you could actually sit in this in the actual crew seat that's interesting yeah and uh, because i think you have to be able to at least reach and open the lockers as well because it's part of your job because every time you get on the aircraft you tend to open all the lockers anyway it's just automatic routine so so. if you're a teeny weeny you can't do it probably not no i think you need to be (laughs) relatively i don't know what it is so but I know that there is like a kind of cutoff bit where they oh, won't wow. yeah so are you telling me during training you don't get to be in the air during that oh no 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 You're oh not... my goodness well no because if you think about it you know you have to learn the safety and security you've also got to be able to do their kind of service training yeah and you know you've also got to know the kind of aircraft that you're flying because it's if if anything goes wrong it's your responsibility to take care of all those passengers and everybody around you so not gonna let you anywhere near an aircraft i did get to go on an aircraft to see what it was like but we didn't actually get to go up in the air so so the first time you went in the air was your first yeah at work my first (laughs) day i went as an air hostess (laughs) in the air and i I remember it was to boston wow and uh, i was put in premium economy yay and that's good I was, right yeah yeah that's amazing <laughs> but luckily it wasn't too full but it was certainly it was very short flight so yeah. it was just go 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 and uh I, I remember coming off that aircraft just like I was burning and flushed with excitement oh and nervousness because I was like did that just happen oh my god I was actually <laughs> on a plane and like and then I was like pulling the trolley along and I was looking outside and I was like wait there are clouds I'm up in the air <laughs> working this is weird oh so, wow yeah so what is it like for you now when you watch films with like air travel in it and you're like watching people pretending to do your job like you know Hollywood films oh do you feel like <laughs> I do that are you like they're getting this all wrong this is ridiculous or so no I don't really tend to think about it too much I'm, I'm more of like a a Game of Thrones girl or, oh, yeah, you know, well, a bit of, many... watching a bit of anime. They don't really have that many, like, air hostesses <laughs> no, air in hostesses. there. <laughs> um, yeah, because I always uh, wonder, because obviously in the public eye, I mean, we adore air hostesses. And, you know, there's, there was that film with Leonardo DiCaprio, Catch Me If You Can. Oh, yes. Really glamorising it when you do see these women on planes so you're traveling for 14 hours yeah and you're in your trackies you're trying not to drool when you're sleeping and they're looking immaculate (laughs) it's quite uh you know it's quite a high standard to keep up to oh absolutely i mean um like one one of the high standards is like for me is having like hydrated skin yeah and i'm always trying to sit there and drink like two liters of water every flight yeah. just in that flight period that doesn't include before the flight and after oh, that's a great tip yeah it, hydration is absolute key and I think people tend to forget that, you know they sit there and they drink caffeine and they drink all the alcohol mm. from the bars and things but actually the cabin pressure yeah. has like 10 times the amount of ability to make you drunk a lot quicker <gasps> and dehydrated a lot quicker than okay. people realise and I have had to turn around and go please just please take care of yourself and they're like oh it's fine I'm totally okay and then they're being sick like, at the end of the flight and I'm just like I'm not gonna say I told you no. so but here's a cup of water with a smile I hope you feel better oh bless you yeah that that kind of I think I would be a bit scared of uh, drunk passengers especially when you're a young lady and boys are like Wee. oh yeah I suppose so well, do they train you in how to cope with that 
no. <laughs> <laughs> I think, um, you know, considering the company that I work for, you know, we have a very broad personality and I think pretty much we can all handle ourselves very well. Oh, that's good. Yeah, you know, I, I, you know, I really love the company that I work for and, you know, they strive for their people as well yeah. as their customers. And I think you have to just kind of be sweet but firm with them. Yeah. That's a good way of putting it. And you, you've you got your crew as well. So Oh, yeah, there's always back. backup. Absolutely, you know, and that's yeah. what they're there for. But generally, people tend to be absolutely fine. They just want to have a good time. You just kind of judge people on their character, really, and go, yeah. are you, are you not? And usually it's okay. Yeah. Oh, that's good to hear. We, we want flights with no incidents. They're, <laughs> they're the dream. So that was a really lovely tip about the water. Mm. How often do you travel? Are you... So I do about six trips a month. So wow. it, de- it entirely depends where I'm going, how yeah. many nights I'm away. But like, say, for instance, at the moment, I'm doing only one night trips and they usually tend to take about three days and then I'll have like a couple of days off and yeah. then I'll go fly again. I tend to prefer longer trips myself because it gives me a chance to kind of wind down and I don't fly as often through the months because yeah. the trips are less because the trips are longer. Yeah, so you get more kind yeah, of Yeah, like, absolutely, more kind of rest and chill time. It's a little bit more balanced for me. Because you like your exercise as well. No, I do. You know what? I miss being at home. I know I travel everywhere, but yeah. I absolutely adore where I live now and it's kind of like my constant and I love coming home and I love Aww. going to my CrossFit gym and seeing all my CrossFit buddies. And yeah. Having a drive around the countryside and wandering off to see a sunset or it do is, a little hike. Yeah. It's really beautiful here. It's yeah. lovely and countrified. <laughs> and I can't believe we're so close to London and it's so green. It's oh, beautiful. I know. It's amazing. It is. You know, with CrossFit, is that something, if you landed in like Miami, you could go to a CrossFit gym and continue your training? No, absolutely. You can go to pretty much CrossFit anywhere in the world. I think for a lot of good crossfit gyms you have to have been doing crossfit for a good six months to a year yeah because the whole whole point of crossfit or any decent crossfit gyms are they're always they always want you to be safe and perform exercises with good technique yeah and if you're not doing that you're going to injure yourself so if you're someone that's quite new to it then they probably might not let you in but usually if you email them before and go oh I just kind of come have a yeah. class because I'm from CrossFit in you know the UK and they're like yeah sure go for it oh that's cool and then get yourself a CrossFit Miami t-shirt so. <laughs> we look out for that definitely <laughs> um and what is your one product because obviously you travel a lot and there's pressure on you to look you know good and re- respectable at all times yeah so do you have like favorite moisturizers or any sneaky tips or tricks oh see because I go to the US a lot and there is a Sephora coming to London, <gasps> yeah. Apparently, so they will be there. Um, it's called Dr. Jart's Hydration Mask. They're okay. like the cotton sheet masks, and I generally tend to use one of those like once a week because my skin can like tend to dry out. So yeah. I tend to kind of whack that on, and then my face feels all fresh after it, and okay. that's really good. Oh, that's lovely, and I'll have to send you some Lush face masks oh, as well. Yay. So Do yeah, that. you can compare and see how they work. Um, yeah. I always struggle with my liquids. Always. always. I always forget something in my blooming rucksack. <laughs> and then I'm like, this needs to go in the plastic bag. And I've held up the whole queue. Oh, no. Do air hostess, hostesses and hosts get any special treatment at security? We have to follow the same rules as you do. Okay. So I can't take my favourite hummus and carrot sticks <laughs> through security. <Those> because bastards. <laughs> That's such I'm... an innocent request. I know, I'm just like, I want my hummus with my carrot sticks, <laughs> but you won't let me. And um, 
so the, and the other thing obviously is I was saying to my friends at work, I'm going to go and interview Katie and I've been talking about it for a little while now. And they were like, ask her how to get upgrades. And I was like, but I'm sure every single person in her life asked that question. So with apology, I am (laughs) going to ask you, is that a thing that air hostesses control at all? Or can you move people or? The really sad thing is, is that we live in a world where everything's to do with money. Mm -hmm. And sadly, those kind of days of, upgrading yeah. someone because you feel like it is they're, they're gone yes yeah, but, but the one thing that you can do is if you're nice to your air hostesses we will try and do everything we can to make you feel comfortable even if it's that extra bag of crisps or that extra meal that you want Aww. we'll be nice to you because we like nice people yeah if you're horrible well yeah we're gonna still treat you with respect but yeah don't expect sky high yeah you know but if you ask nicely yeah, yeah, I think if you ask nicely and appreciate that we're we're trying our very best, and that's always after, pre- like hundreds of people. Absolutely, absolutely, it's always appreciated. <laughs> certainly. Oh, and what are your favourite type of passengers? My favourite type of passengers. Mm, I think they're the ones that you can have like banter with. Yeah, and that they like to have like a good laugh, and then it would be one. Of, it depends. It's all, you have one or two. You have the ones that you have like the people that you have banter with, and then you have the ones where you end up both sharing your life story and then having a little Aww. hug after and going, "Oh, it was so lovely to meet you." Connections, yay! Aww, so they're lovely. always sweet, and um, usually <laughs> my. Well, they're not my favourite ones, but I always like the ones that I can cheer up as well. I did have a lady Aww. who was crying, and I was like, "Are you okay?" And she's like, "Yeah, I'm fine." I was like, "Do you want a hug?" And she looks at me. And she's like right then Aww. and I gave her a hug just because you know <laughs> that's just so you yeah so the, 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 there's, there's nothing wrong with kind of giving someone a little appreciation in the moment when they kind of need it when no one else is yeah. around to really ask oh hey are you okay oh I love that so. human kindness in the skies yeah. it's beautiful so. thank you oh what a lovely answer see listeners this is why we connected over Specsavers <laughs> and stayed in touch she's amazing before we began we were having a little bit of a chat about relationships and um for me i personally i tried long distance relationships in the past and i found it so so hard and i never managed to sustain it Mm. and obviously you and your girlfriends probably have you know have to deal with this long distance thing all the time yeah so what are your thoughts like can you sustain a long distance relationship and if so is there a magic formula to it that's hilarious saying there's a magic formula to it because me and my ex broke up four months ago I know, so that's I know. <laughs> the thing that I took from it was that I realized that you really need a man who is very comfortable in himself to go my woman's doing her thing and I'm so happy for her that yeah. she's doing that and that she can be her and herself and that is a really strong quality that you need to find in a man yeah because then you know, really, you're not away for that long. Three days, generally most of the time, in three days, he could have gone to see his mates. Yeah. He could have done all the things that he wants to do. And then yeah. you just need to make that special time to really focus on each other when you are around. Yeah. And I think there's this thing that people have in their heads that, oh, well, it's not perfect enough for us to spend time now while you're at home there's never a perfect time for anything you always have to make an effort it's like you always have to make an effort to make a better choice to eat healthy or remember that you need to go and do something else you go oh you know I need to go to the gym today or I want to be consistent in my values and what I really want to achieve and it depends if you're both 
on par you need to kind of be locked in like a little bit like um puzzle yeah. piece, two puzzle pieces locked in together going even though you've got your different qualities and quirks yeah you're both on the same page because you know what each other wants and you're not got crazy things going in your head and expectations what you think should be happening yeah you actually know what's going on yeah already because you're actually talking about it and communication is massive it's a huge thing yeah so so yeah I, I hear you I, I'm I'm feeling like if you are both putting the same effort in on the same level absolutely making those times special and communicating about how you're feeling yeah that's the important thing so we think it can be done we believe in love no yes we do <laughs> we do I'm I'm not going to be all bitter and twisted <laughs> try not to be anyway no um, and do you get a lot of um, romantic propositions because you are in a gorgeous uniform and you're gorgeous and you're an air hostess? You'd be surprised I don't, actually. Oh, really? No, I, I am don't. surprised. I literally thought you'd come off the plane with pockets full of phone numbers <laughs> on, like, <laughs> drinks coasters. I did. I mean, I've had, like, a guy that was checking me out. I was like, oh, he's lovely. But, <laughs> didn't, but really, didn't really ask. And does stuff go on with pilots and air hostesses? Oh, no, I can't. (laughs) That's crew, what stays in In the crew destinations (laughs) and crew stays there. (laughs) Goes on the road, stays Uh, on the road. Exactly. I'm I'm actually quite pleased that you said that because it leaves the mystery. (laughs) Are there any secrets that you guys know that we don't that you could share or secret? What kind of secrets are we talking about? Like, What do you do when we're all asleep? (laughs) <laughs> i'm spying on you no no, no. you know usually um it would be safety and security we patrol the cabin oh okay we clean things for you like the <laughs> toilets it's nothing glamorous oh my god i've ruined it now <laughs> i don't know what i thought i thought you were getting together playing poker oh yeah absolutely in the back alley hey no 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 it's nothing like that at all and then there'll be the odd request of, I'm really cold, can I have an extra blanket? Yeah. And you get an extra blanket or make a cup of tea. Do you, do you ever get people who can't sleep coming up and trying to hang out with you at the back and being part oh, of your... Oh, yeah, I've had that. Um, probably a story. I was on my way to, I think, Shanghai. I think I had the Formula One engineering engineer team in the oh back galley for okay. seven hours. Wow. <laughs> the poor, no, the poor souls, they were really lovely. They just could not sleep a wink. Yeah. So, you know, and they were just having a nice jolly and a chatter and a bit of a drink and then all chatting to us for... And it was Aww. like as lovely as this is, we're so tired. In like one of the manliest <laughs> professions, Formula One. I know. We're... So, they're all <laughs> really lovely. So, yeah. Oh, thank you. I like that little glimpse into Formula One meets air hostess glamour. <laughs> Thanks after saying we just clean the toilets. <laughs> You've redeemed yourself. <laughs> I've really redeemed myself. There are, there are glamorous aspects to it. Absolutely. And um, so, if there was a little girl or somebody who's like searching around for a career right now, and they were thinking about being an air hostess, what would you say or would you have any advice for them? Hmm. I think with any dream, not just being an air hostess, you just really need to fight for what you believe in. And regardless of who it is, your family or your friends or people you don't know, don't ever let anyone tell you that you can't do something because you can. You can be anything you want to be. Oh my God, I love you. Yeah, you can. can. And people say that you can't, but you actually can. It's just the only difference between is that the people that do achieve their dreams are doing them. Even if they don't know what they're doing or how to do something, they'll try and go, oh, they'll 
like I do, like I, I really want to be at some point, maybe like a PT in the future, which probably won't be now, I'll be like years yeah. to come. But, you know, I, I read nutrition pages and I read up about fitness. And, yeah. You know, I'm going to be starting my degree at the end of the year. So, you know, you're oh, doing little, it. but you're always doing, you may not know how to do it yet, but you will by just trying all the time. Oh, thank so, you. Yeah. That's amazing. Well, I think that's a really lovely place to stop. I don't want to cheapen it by asking for like how you get perks or air miles because I feel we did that <laughs> and thank you so so much for spending time with me I really no, appreciate that's it right. it's been lovely to see you yeah. I'm so glad you came to see me in my little kind of like I suppose fairy tale forest it is a fairy tale on. forest and I'll let you know how the adventures of Katie unfold in the future yay okay, thank you so much no worries, okay. you're bye bye you're listening to Mira Manga and the Girls on Tour podcast thank you Katie I love your wise words if you do too, be sure and add her on Instagram at indreamland to follow her travels and adventures. As always, if you have any questions or suggestions, don't hesitate to email me at girlsontourpodcast at gmail.com. I would love to hear from you. Next week, I am honoured and so excited to announce that the legendary Miss Pamela Debar, the original groupie, muse and writer, will be joining me on the Girls on Tour podcast. Again, when I was planning the whole Girls on Tour project, she was one of the first women I thought to seek out and invite. I am completely in awe of this trailblazing, free spirit who has inspired some of the greatest rock and roll talents of our time, as well as that little old Cameron Crowe movie too. Can you believe it? No, me either. But it is true. She's coming. She's on the podcast next week. So all tune in for that fabulous episode. It's one of my proudest achievements to date. And I was so enamoured of her when I met her. She is brilliant. As usual, my thanks to Bill at Radio Paradise, Rodri, my maestro, Abby, my artist, and Charlie Moores, who upgrades this from cargo all the way to premium economy. Thanks for the extra legroom and the eye mask, Charlie. And until next week, goodbye, everybody, and happy trails.